Often we have conversations with individuals who are missionaries to far-off lands. We've uh, talked to all kinds, uh, like with Todd Nettleson. We talk about mission of, you know, the voice of the martyrs and how things are difficult in all parts of the world. However, there are, there are opportunities to talk to individuals who are in a different missionary environment. Beth Ann Nelson is with us, who is uh, uh, with Agape Italia, and her mission field is Florence, Italy. Good morning, Beth. How are you? Good morning. I'm very good. Thanks. <laughs> Give us a little background. How did you get called to this mission field? Well, Agape Italia is part of CREW, um, so Campus Crusade for Christ, and we just are called Agape in Europe. And I was not involved in CREW as a university student, that's typical, but my first job out of college was in DeKalb, where, and so a lot of uh, my friends were students at NIU and were involved in CREW. And I was already a believer at that point, but I started uh, attending CREW events and going to Bible studies and Mm -hmm. weekly meetings, and then I was leading the Bible studies and then discipling girls, and it kind of snowballed there at the ministry, uh, local ministry in DeKalb. And then I went to our winter conference, and the Lord spoke to me at winter conference in a way that I've never had happen before. And he just said, I want you to go to Italy for one year. And it was very specific and very clear, um, but I kind of didn't know what to do with it. Hmm. And so I was talking to my friend's uh, a little bit later, and they said, oh, well, Crew has an internship ministry for one year, and mm. Rome is a partnership city that we already send to, so you, you, and there's a meeting about it tomorrow morning. You should go oh. to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was this thing where, because I wasn't a student, it's not like anyone was recruiting me to this internship, these internship opportunities that Crew has around the world, but it was, it it was just amazing how the Lord made it very clear that he wanted me to go to Italy for a year. But that was in 2002, and so uh, it's been much more than a year. You know, when uh, when you announced, and you were speaking in, in church on Sunday, and you announced that, that uh, your mission field is Florence, Italy, my wife and I looked at each other, and we're like, oh, you know, it's oh, what a tough place to be in. But I, I can imagine, first of all, I'm sure you get that a lot. People look and go, oh, that's oh, how how tough can that be to be in Florence? It's a beautiful city, right. but it does mm-hmm. have some unique challenges, and there are some difficulties that you have to face, aren't there? Yes, definitely. I mean, there are a lot of people that think, oh, isn't that a nice vacation location. Right. But then also there's there's the idea that, oh, but I mean, Italy is Catholic. There's the Vatican right there. Yeah. Um, aren't, aren't all Italians just Catholic and why do you need missionaries there? Um, but that's that's not the truth. That's the facade. And in, in the past, obviously, Italians were um, faithful Catholics, uh, but that is not true anymore. Generally, only the elderly people are going to uh, church at this point. And anyone under probably 45 uh, years old it maybe had done baptism and catechism, but hasn't been in a church since then. So um, there really is a lot of spiritual need, even in, in places like Europe and Italy, where we think, oh, everything's good there, like they're already Christians. Mm. Mm. There's a big difference between yeah. the religion and the relationship. 
and and as you mentioned, that's that's the challenge to also help the Italians see that what we're saying is different than what they've heard their life. Mm-hmm. Um, that we 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 follow Jesus, and we want them to know how to have a relationship with Jesus. So, how do you connect with people in Italy? How do you connect with others to share Christ? Well, our our Italian ministry has lots of groups. We have um, we have people that minister to students, to families, to athletes. I currently work in our the Italian headquarters, and so my day job is is behind the desk doing graphic design and communications and supporting our field staff. But me personally, I just try and make sure that I have Italian friends and neighbors that I'm being intentional about sharing with them and living a life that's different so that they can see that, that what we believe is, is, is truly different than what they've heard growing up all their life. And that's the big key, is, is finding ways to develop and, and nurture a relationship with Jesus instead of just dwelling on the religiosity, if, that is a, yes. if that's a word. And, <laughs> and, and so, sure. even, you know, in, in, an, in a beautiful location, the need is still is the same as it is everywhere in the world, whether it's a third world country or a modern city. It's, the need is a relationship with Jesus, and, and it's, it's wonderful that— you 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 know you answered the call for a year and it's been what twenty something years now. Yeah, more than twenty now. <laughs> and you're getting ready to head back uh, tomorrow, correct? Yes. Yeah, I've been in the states with my family for the holidays, and I, I fly back tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then we'll uh, start back to work next Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, so Bethann, what are some prayer requests for when you're when we're thinking about your ministry, but also for the Italian people? I would say for the Italian people, just a general, that the Lord would put a spiritual hunger in them. Um, They usually are generally, like being generically spiritual is okay, but they feel like that's good enough. Mm -hmm. And so I just just pray that the the Holy Spirit would, would work in their lives and show them that choosing to commit your life to Jesus is Mm -hmm. different than just being aware that Jesus exists. Mm. Um, so that would definitely be one thing. Um, and pray for the Italian churches. The evangelical church in Italy is only about 1% of the population. Mm. So the evangelical churches that there are are tiny. And um, so just pray that they would also have fruitful ministries and be reaching out to people and communicating mm. the gospel. True for yeah. the Italian people. Um, and from myself, kind of the same thing, that I would just continue to be intentional about making new relationships with Italians and and sharing the gospel. Not, you know, obviously I want to be friends with them, but that the that I could be sensitive and but aware of their spiritual needs and that the Lord would just give me wisdom about how to communicate Um Often it takes it takes a long time, and sharing the gospel, just hearing the gospel one time, generally doesn't do it. We we have to take time over months and years, often before yeah. they truly understand that what we're saying is is different than they what they've grown up hearing. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and just a kind of a question as far as how you're relating to people. Do you speak Italian? Have you have you? you know, is, is that 
Is that part of it? Have you learned to speak Italian? Did you always speak Italian? Or is it just like, nope, I speak English. That's it. Um, I do speak Italian. Yes. When I arrived in 2002, I I did not. I, I could like ask for the bathroom. And right. And that was about it. Um, but in my first five years in Italy, we did take a, a lot of language courses. And, and obviously, we, at that point, I was on with university students on the campus every day uh, using it. So that was helpful. Sure. Immersion. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't say that I'm totally fluent, um, but I attend an Italian church, and I can generally understand what's being said and, uh, and, and communicate what, need, what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, That's wonderful. Um, but sometimes the Italian want to practice their English. So sure. I do. I don't live in a hundred percent Italian uh, language world. It's kind. Of, I'm kind of in a bilingual world. Mm-hmm. That's neat, Beth Ann. I know there's lots of people that are involved in church missions here that listen into the show. And what are some ways that we can support our missionaries? From your experience, what are some things that we can do to let our missionaries know they're thought of and prayed for, and just connect with them and build relationships with them? I would say emails and phone calls and, and texts are, are really appreciated, even if they're just something small. You don't have to send a huge letter. Also, just responding to our prayer letters. I know I send out prayer letters every six weeks or so to my ministry partners. And um, so just when they write back to say, oh, yeah, I'll pray for that event that you're having next week or... Mm. Um, or something like that, that just uh, keep the lines of communication open, I guess. Yeah, awesome. Good. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. I know that you've probably got a lot that you need to do to get ready to head back. And I just, uh, again, thank you very much for taking a few minutes to to talk with us. And, and thank you for being willing to answer the call uh, on your life that God placed. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to uh, talk to you and happy to serve the Lord. <laughs> mm. So, Beth Ann, if people are interested in maybe participating in a crew or getting involved in something like that, how do they contact uh, crew or, or connect with you through crew? The website for crew worldwide is www.crewcru.org. Again, thank you so very much. It's been a wonderful opportunity to talk with you, and we appreciate you. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, I appreciate you guys too.